What is up, fam? This is Scorch the Fears, episode 80. We've done so many of these goddamn episodes. We have a return guest right now, Kevin Cho, Chaos Kevin. We had him on a long time ago. I'm going to, for the people on Instagram right now, I'm going to pin this comment. You guys, if you want to actually watch the interview, come on to YouTube. If you're on Instagram, come on to YouTube and you'll actually get to hear Kevin talk about his story. Because I've had Kevin on before, actually. I had Kevin on like a year ago, year and a half ago. I don't remember how long ago it was, to be honest. It was about a year and like three months ago. Right. And you were in a completely different place, my man. I don't think you had done that many deals yet, it seemed like. And now you're just absolutely crushing it. You're in your own house currently that he just brought Subject to 3.3% interest, guys. He's living in it. How old are you? 22? 22. 22 years old, has his primary residence, has a pool. He just needs a girlfriend, and that's really easy at this point. Once you have your own place, dude, just throw a few sub-two parties and meetups there. And I guarantee, at, also invite the, the Bash Bros, and they'll they'll hook you up. Because those guys definitely party. I, I, I brought them over a couple of times. There's no fruition out of those two relationships. <laughs> well, you got to tell them to bring girls too. Be like, get me laid. <laughs> That's what you got to do. Like, they're probably just coming by themselves. You got to like be like, no, no, no. I need you to bring girls to my new house so I look sick. Right? That's how you get girls, Kevin. I'm just, I'm just But... It's pretty dope. I just love watching the development. You've been hanging out so much with Pace too, which has been cool to watch as well. And I'm going to ask you about stuff like that. One more time, I'm going to tell Instagram, come on to YouTube if you actually want to hear Kevin Cho, if you just want to look at my pretty face and stay on Instagram. So, what? I will stay on Instagram. (laughs) Or stay on Instagram if you just want to look at me, but that's like kind of silly. So, Mr. Kevin Cho, Catch us up a little bit on like what's changed. What's been like, what was different between the last time you were on Scorch the Fears like a year and three months ago when you were like, maybe you weren't struggling, but you were like doing not nearly as good. I mean, how many deals are you doing a month now? Like 10? Uh, Not 10. I I, I counted today. I'm at deal 39 this year. Okay. So that's that's five, six six or seven averaging. That's still really good. Yeah. Six or seven a month is pretty freaking solid, bro. Yeah. Um, and like, what's your what's your average deal size? Uh, usually around ten. Yeah, so sixty to seventy k a month owning your own house as a twenty two year old, bro. When I was twenty two, I was freaking in a frat house partying, and not making any goddamn money, right? Like, not even, like, bro, like, being, like, 22, owning your own primary residence, making 60 to 70K a month, that's, like, insane, like, how dope your life is. Like, I just got to say, that's pretty dope. Yeah, I'm I'm very grateful. I mean, because I remember my very first course, uh, um, my very first podcast that I did with you was, I think, March of last year. And that's, like, a month after or a month or two after I moved out of my parents' house. And when you first invited me on, I was like, oh, should I actually get to be on his podcast? And I was like super thrilled because I, I looked up to you uh, and, I, and I still look up to you still to this day um, just because, you know, you and I have a very similar business model. And like a year and three months goes by and, you know, 
and we can get into this, you know, the, you know, the things that I accomplished, you know, later down later in the podcast, but now I'm in my primary residence. Uh, I that I just bought less than a week ago or yeah, exactly. Exactly. We go out. I moved in last Thursday and today's Thursday. And then, um, I had, I, and then I, I, um, I bought four houses. Oh no, I'm, I'm in, I'm in escrow to buy five houses, sub two. All of them are really good interest rate and, you know, I'll cash flow all of those houses, you know, at least thousand bucks per house. Cause you know, we do a lot of midterm rentals and love it. We're, I'm in a completely different spot and I'm just so thrilled. I'm, I, I look back at the last, you know, 12 months or 18 months that I moved out of my parents' house. And I'm like, this is a completely different spot. I, I didn't even think I would own my house. You know what I mean? And I'm just so, so excited to be where I'll be in the next 18 months. You know what I mean? So um, things move so quick for me. Way too quick. Bro, it's a fun journey to watch. I know why Pace keeps you around because it's like, it's so cool seeing someone your age crushing it go from in like a year and a half, go from... Like, what were you making a year and a half ago, really? Like, like, what were you doing, like a deal a month, maybe? Not even that. I, I, a year and a half ago, I was still at my parents' house. I probably was doing, like, one deal every other month. And these right. deals were, like, three grand. So maybe... Yeah, so maybe, maybe you were just barely making ends meet. And now you're, like, freaking doing, like, six to seven. You're making 60 to 70K a month. Like, you're freaking crushing it, my man. Like, that's awesome and i like and you're getting owning like rentals now and stuff like very soon you're just gonna be like richer than me or pace or anybody and it's gonna be sick to watch because you got you got one thing on all of us everyone watching because i know none of you guys are fucking freaking 29 20 at 22 excuse me excuse my french probably most of you and dude I, there's like a 50 percent chance these panels just fall down i'm sorry audience like this isn't actually a cool studio it's just my house and I, I just, it's been heating up in Denver. So this panel on my lower right here, there's a 50% chance it falls over. But all everyone who's watching right now is older than 22. I'm nearly 100% positive about it. And like you, it is just so fun seeing somebody so young do it. So what changed? What like things? Oh, yo, I knew it was happening. It's <laughs> it gonna happen. I just knew it was gonna happen, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna gorilla glue this stuff together, right? Like I'm ruining the ambiance of Scorch the Fears right now. But anyways, so what's changed? What about your business changed? What about you has changed to be able to accomplish all of this? Because so you changed as a person too. I think. I think you're way less timid than you used to be, to be honest. Like I've been watching you. I've been watching your content. And when we hang out in Phoenix, by the way, I'm going to be in Phoenix next week. So we should hang out um, if you're free or if you're there. Yeah. I'll come through to your house, bro. It'll be sick. Um, But uh, what, um, what's changed? Like what, what about you has changed? What about you and your business has changed? What made it where you went from doing like one deal every other month to six to seven deals a month? It's I it's it's hard for me to pinpoint to one thing, but I, I think in terms of beautiful and a lot of people will be curious about it, uh, will be more intrigued about you know what changed my business is, um, I opened I started sharing a lot about what, what the strategies that I use and Jonah you probably can attest to it too. Ever since I started talking about the no equity list, this was probably back in October of last year, maybe September. 
and I spoke in a couple of Golden Stage events, and I I wasn't and I and I went on a lot of Zooms teaching people how to do these, do these how to pull no equity list and how to you know pitch stuff to and how to get under contract, how to sell these things. Ever since I really did, ever since I started opening up my strategies, I I started getting so many more JV opportunities that I'm like that I more than I could really handle because. Right now, when I when I first was doing the no equity list off of PropStream, I would I'll be very confident to say like it was a blue ocean. Like I never really had much competition. I would pitch stuff to it, nobody was doing it. And then I decided, okay, well, I you know, I want I'm gonna start, I'm gonna go out and share this list to everybody else so that everybody else can, you know, benefit from it, you know. And if I were to not share that list, I still probably be doing like one deal every month, probably maybe two deals on a, on, a, on a good month. But ever since I started sharing this openly to all, all these people, I actually got all these deal flow came in because I, the, the people I started teaching, they will come to me and say, hey, Kevin, I have this lead, you know, in uh, Arizona in, and the homeowner just bought the house. They have good interest rate and they're trying to get out of it. So, uh, and they're trying to get out of it and I, and I don't know what to do. And. And so people would just start on top of what I was already doing. Like I was probably doing one or two deals a month. I started getting three or four deals a month from my JV model. And nice. ever since I started doing that, like, I mean, I'm, we're halfway through the year um, and I'm at deal 39 and I would nowhere be close to deal 39 without, you know, having teach without teaching people how to do it because, you know, otherwise those JV deals wouldn't come to me. So one thing that really significantly changed my deal flow is just, freely giving out, freely giving out the game and just kind of, Hey, here's, here's all the information you need. And you know, there's, there's, there's times I lose, I lose deals where I compete with others to stuff too and I end up not getting that deal, but that's very, that's very small in comparison to all the deals that I get because everybody comes to me. So I absolutely love it, dude. That was like the best answer possible is giving it away freely. Right. I mean, this is something that pace taught us in the end, right? Like pace taught us, that giving away freely always comes back 10x and it just does right i mean i had my zoom too and that also got me a ton of jv leads tons of opportunities i hired several people from my zooms that's something you should think about i feel like that's your next step i i feel like in your journey i know you probably have some employees no you do have some employees but like that's going to be like your next struggle with your success right like i i have a i have a feeling is like and we can talk about that stuff too because that's what's Hiring now is what gets you from the 60 to 70K level to like the 100K, 200K level, right? Is doing that right. But besides the point, exactly, go giving is the way to do it, right? I try to do Zooms in every single community that I'm a part of, basically. Um, And so I just love to hear it, bro. I love to hear that that was the main difference. So are the vast majority of your new deals JV opportunities? Is it really, is it like you kind of got your traditional doing it your way, the agent way, and then a bunch of JV opportunities or how, how has it been working so far in your business? For me right now, it's mostly JV, mostly JV just, and, and I still get direct to seller deals. Like we got a deal closing today in Mesa, Mesa, Arizona. Um, that's, that's a direct to seller from my team. I'm closing another deal in uh, Goodyear, Arizona, Arizona this week. That's a direct to seller, but I have like probably four or five other deals right now. That's, came from other sub two students and you know sometimes they all they need is help me to I, they just come to me asking asking me hey can you can you can you find can you help me find a buyer for this sub two deal 
And sometimes it's as simple as that. I just find buyers. I'm like the. I did that. I tried yeah. to do that with you. It didn't work for one of our deals, but it wasn't a great deal. So no worries. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's, that's kind of what I, that's kind of my business model, right? Like I, I do my own acquisitions, you know, with my team. And then I have like this whole side of things where I sell deals for other students and that, that alone, I'll say 20% of it is my team. And then the other 80% is just JV deals that I do with other, other sub two students. And, and, and that, and that keeps me very busy too. You know, I, I have, you know, I have, cause I'm running basically two different operations. So what would you say is most of your operations? Is it more the J it's, you said mostly JV. Is it dispoing other people's sub two deals basically? Um, kind of a little bit of both. It, I would say they, t they take, um, just about the same amount of time, even though it's 20% is only my team. I, I have to be a little bit more hands on I, with, in charge of acquisitions and dispositions on this side of things. But then on the um, on the eighty percent of the deals that I do, I only focus on the disposition side. So I actually spend just just fifty fifty in terms of time, and um, and that will probably make up you know six deals a month. Probably you know one one to two deals with my team, and then you know the rest is um, other students just kind of helping them out. I love it. I love it so much. So. I really love it that you started go giving and then that's really where you started seeing the difference was all the JV opportunities from like sharing with people how to do your strategy. So I feel like your strategy also became really popular and really possible because of the interest rate hikes. Do you feel like that's also a possibility? So uh -huh. did, how did you how did you find the strategy of doing the no equity sub two list? Can you quickly explain what it is to people? Yes. Yeah, so on the Zoom, and let's start there. I won't inter I won't over question you. Yeah, yeah. So um, this is a little story that I tell people. Um, I was doing. There was a girl named Diana. Uh, she brings me a lead in Yuma, Arizona, and the house address is eleven eighty eight South Ninth Avenue. And the story goes: she comes to me saying, "Hey, the homeowner is actually uh, there's a homeowner that wants wants to sell. It's a for sale by owner. I, I've been calling for sale by owner because you know it's cheap. It's you know easily accessible." And she goes to me and says, hey, I think the homeowner is open to doing a sub too because the homeowner is, is, is in a position where they have to come out of pocket to sell the house. And I'm like, okay, that's a, that's a good, that's a very good motivation to even, you know, go, go after. <clears throat> so what I do is I hop on a phone call with Diana and then I say, merge the seller in. So, you know, me, I'm, I'm the phone with Diana. She merges the seller and his name is Seth. He goes, yeah, I just bought this house. We're going through some, you know, family, family situations where we have to sell this house right now but the problem is i just bought this house three months three months ago and i put no money down because i'm a military and i put zero money down on the house so he put no he put zero money zero money down on the house and three months later he's in a position where he has to sell the house so he basically made three mortgage payments and you know you know and when you make three mortgage payments you don't really pay down the house you, most of the payments goes towards interest you've paid maybe like ten dollars of principal or something yeah. like that it's something insanely small yeah, you, you you don't basically you 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 didn't pay any any of the house down, but that was um, but then that house was purchased um, back in that, that I did that deal back in like July, but that house was bought in March or April, and you can look it up on public records. So what what happened was they bought the house back in April when the rates were still low, but what, when they were to but what happened between April and July was the rates almost went up. I think it almost doubled, I think, because 
uh, they, their rates was 2.8 or 2.9 percent, and the and the rates that were the going rate back uh, back in July of last year was like probably 5.5 percent ish. Yeah, but it it went really high. It went really high in such a short period of time. And what happens when the rates went down? When rates went up, was the house prices went down. So he, I think he bought it. He bought the house at 280, and he has the house. He has the house list for 295, just to knowing that he's going to pay the buyer's agent commission. He he knew he couldn't afford the listing agent commission. So he he had the house listed where he was going to break even if he got a full price offer. So I took that exact same scenario and I said, I imagine there's a lot of people in this situation where they bought the house less than a year ago or two years ago, and now they're in a position where they have to sell the house. So I said, how can I make this? How So if I have this story, how can I turn it into a filter? So immediately then I, I went on to PropStream, I put up, you know, and I was, you know, I was marketing in Maricopa County at that time. So I said, Maricopa County, Arizona. And that, and then I put up a, a house that was listed uh, that's on the market for sale, but the ownership was less than two years. And then, uh, and then when they bought the house, they bought it with a VA or FHA loan because VA or FHA loan are personal, like individuals, not corporations. Because if you do corporations, you get a lot of fix and flips. So I, I put up in the uh, house that's on the market for sale that has two years or less in terms of ownership and then uh and then it was owned by an individual and it was a va loan or fha loan and i got a list of like 250 houses in, in arizona and i literally called i literally pulled up pull up all the list and i and then i started cold calling um the agents off of that list and this and the second phone call that i make is i i, I call this this guy named robbie holy cross that's his that's the agent's name he had a listing on East Southern Avenue, Unit 30 in Mesa. And I called him, I pitched him stuff too. And then he goes, yeah, my clients are in a position where they have to cut a check because, you know, they moved from Washington, but then they got a job offer back to Washington. So, they're, so they already moved out, but they, have, but they just have a vacant house. So, and, and then that was, the, that was the second house on the list. <clears throat> so I was like, I hit the gold pot and I started, hit, and I started hitting those lists and, I, and I've been getting, and I was like literally a blue ocean. Nobody, no listing agents have heard about sub two at that point. And then that's kind of the, how the list came about. So let's go through exactly what should the people do to be doing six to seven deals like Kevin Cho? What's the criteria on the list? What should you be looking for? It's prop stream that you use. And like, how do you filter it? Do you still do two years? Let's go through the exact filters and I'm going to put it in the comments as well. Perfect. So, I, so this is... <clears throat> So number one, pick a market. So for me, it was Maricopa County. You could do Dallas, Forward, Jacksonville, Tampa, <coughs> whatever, whatever the market you want. And then the list that you fill, put in is, okay, what kind of house do you want to go after? Do you want to go after single family houses? Do you want to go after condos? Do you want to go after multifamily? Personally, what I like to do and what I, what I have been going after is single family houses and townhouses. And you, and you can put that put those filters up on PropStream. And I would also, on PropStream, I would go after vacant uh, land because they- Wait, take why? Why townhouses? Why single family? Why land? Because single family and townhouses, a lot of people are comfortable with. So a lot of people are already doing, you know, sing, uh, they're already wholesaling single family townhouses. So a lot of people are comfortable with it. And the reason why I, I add the vacant land is because they tend to be new built. But on PropStream, it's still... Wait, sorry, who's comfortable with what? A lot of the buyers. 
a lot of the people that, you know. So we're talking about wholesaling these sub two deals because people are comfortable with single families as rentals usually. Are most of these people keeping them as rentals, I would assume? Yeah, Yeah, most people are taking on single family houses rather than like a five unit building right off the bat. Interesting. Yeah. Well, it's also, well, there's another thing there too, is if you start getting into five units, you start getting into commercial. Yeah. The debt is way shiznazier, I will say. I'll use that word. It's way worse. The debt is a lot of times variable. It's also much more, um, the lenders are more involved than in, than in single family residences. So yeah. definitely that's why a five unit doesn't work as well with this strategy as at least residential multifamily right for sure yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway sorry keep going so type of house yeah so i i go after a single family house townhouses and vacant land because vacant land tends to be you know you built and on top of that i'll say owned by the individual because personally i want to i want a house that's i want to work with directly with individuals not with a company it's just e- easier to work with and then I want to make sure they're old. They're, I want to make sure what the what the loan type is. So you want to put you you want to print the loan type. Do you want to go after FHA loan, VA, and conventional loans? So I, I have three different loans, right? VA, FHA, conventional. I would group the first two, so VA and FHA are com- together on the filter, and then and then and then conventional is a separate filter. So on the VA and FHA loan, I will put, um, you know. V- uh, the, the reason why I go after them is because you can typically get into a VA loan, FHA loan at zero to three and a half percent down. And when they move out of the house, you know, they're in a position where they don't have much equity. So it's, that's a good list of, you know, that's a good motivation to go after. Gotcha. Um, so do you ever do conventional ever? I do. Yes. So sometimes you will filter conventional or is it more just brought to you? Or do you just start with FHA and VA and then later you'll do another list with conventional? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Cool. And, and I, I have. I'm been- taking notes, by the way. I don't know if you know this, because my dad, I, I'm having my dad do your strategy. I'm like, go watch Kevin Zooms in the sub two ball. My dad's gonna do your strategy, and then I'm gonna buy the houses. Love so it. it's gonna be cool. Yeah. So VA and FHA uh, is together, and then the re- and then um, I add a, a con- on conventional loans. Uh, conventional loans, I put ten percent or less equity. So. Because conventional loans can vary. You can put 50% down or you can put as little as 5% down. So for me, I like to add a little bit of filter and say, okay, the home is, there's five there's 10% or less in equity because, you know, the cost of selling a house is usually gotcha. 8 to 9%. <clears throat> and then um, I have been doing two years or less in terms of ownership. But now what I, what I'm, what I start to realize is when I do those two, one, uh, two years or less in ownership, the first, the last twelve months is when the rates were very low, when the rates are high. Yeah, they, yeah, and now that doesn't work as well. So what I do is between year um, two and three, so I skip the if there's one, 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 two, three, I skip the I skip the first you know first year and I go two and three years because that's when the rates are still low. So um, so the, so that's my filter, and you will get a list of probably like you know two hundred, three hundred, four hundred depending on the market. And we literally go after the same. So exact you're person. going, are you doing, so you're doing off market? On market. So is that another filter that they're, all of these are on market? Oh, yes, on market. I forgot. I forgot. No, no worries. I just want to double check. I want to make sure I got the sauce for everybody. Yeah. All right. So those are all the filters and you're going to put this into prop stream, right? Yep. I'm just recapping. 
pick a market, obviously do it in whatever market you want to own properties in or wholesale properties in wholesale lease up to deals. What type of house, SFR, condos, multifamily, Kevin likes townhouses. Like I want my dad to do multifamily because I want to own rentals. And I actually like the idea of having tons of units in one place instead of a single family. Right. right. So I'm having my dad do multifamily guys. Um, owned by an individual. Mm-hmm. Loan type FHA, VA. If you do, you do a separate list with conventional where that it has to be 10% or less equity. And then um, you skip the last year because it's all been trash interest rates. Right. And you go year two or three in the past mm-hmm. and on market. And yep. you filter all of this in PropStream. You use PropStream. 100%. Gotcha. Love it. Love it, bro. And then like how... How how many houses? Because that's a pretty niche list. So do you do you run out of houses eventually? Like how do you how do you deal with the fact? Because like two hundred, you could probably hit. Maybe I'm wrong. Do you could eventually hit all of those, and then what do you do? So we we that's why we open up multiple markets, right? Because two hundred, you if you have a, I personally don't like having a VA run through the, such a niche list like that. But what, what I do is I open up multiple markets. So I open up, and not just talking about Maricopa County. We're not we're not talking about all the counties in Texas. Right, that's one that's, county. Yeah, just DFW alone, there's, you know, just a metro DFW alone, there's probably 13 different counties. You look at Houston alone, there's probably seven, eight different counties. You know, so we, we're opening up multiple markets so we can accommodate. You know, we're not focusing on such a small list and we, we run out of it. So we just kind of, um, we because we want to have a bigger data, we go after, you know, bigger markets. Gotcha. So what markets are you in right now? Right now we are in um, Arizona, Texas, Florida, and Vegas. Love it. Love it. You should have me up with the Florida ones and some of the Arizona ones. I might be your buyer for those. I want to own houses there, but I love it so much. I'm going to have my dad do that tonight. Literally, I'm going to have him watch this video and have him do that tonight. Oh, he's watching right now. My dad's on here. So there you go. There you go. Mark Corchin, everybody. That's my dad. (laughs) So he's going to be doing it. He's going to be doing your strategy. Um, I've been having him just go on Zillow and look and just be like, find anything that's selling less than 10%. Right now that might not work nearly as well as yours. 10% of what? Equity. So like if they bought it, I do my filter so far, here's how I've been doing it. And it's a much more general and it probably will work less well than you is. I've just been having him go on Zillow because this is a free way is go on Zillow, just find houses or find different types of properties where it's sold earlier than may of 2022 that's when the interest rates got hiked okay and uh they and they're selling within 10 percent of what they bought it for basically that's what i've been doing i we have just started he's just been creating a list it's a very manual way of doing it yours is a much more automatic process way of doing it um I might have him do both and see which one works better. I don't know. Yeah. We'll be dope to see either way. I have a question. So when you, when you, so you're saying if the homeowner bought the house for 300,000 and it's listed for, you know, 270. Yeah. Like two, if they listing it below it or listing it within 10%. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But but what, what if the house was bought in cash? Like you, you still go after it because you don't know the underlying debt. Behind Basically, it. we would find out what the underlying debt is, and then we'd be like, "Oh, well, never mind." Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. That's my idea. 
Yours is probably better. We are just starting, right? I'm wearing an experience. He's going to experience different problems and we're going to figure out what's going to happen. Yours with the prop stream way is probably better. Um, but I don't know. I just wanted to try it out. I was just like, all right, let's just start doing things. Right. Because I like, I, I'll be honest. I haven't been able to watch your course because like I'm too busy running my business. Right. But yeah. maybe I'll have my dad do it and just do your method in Colorado Springs. And that's where I want to buy properties. Right. Yeah. yeah. So mind you, this house that I'm living in right now, it came from that list. Yeah, literally, dude. Like, it's pretty amazing how, like, young you are and how you're crushing it. I just love it. So I want to talk to you about something. You've been hanging out with Pace a lot, right? Like, just constantly. What do you feel like is causing that? Why do you feel like, why do you feel like Pace is, like, loving on you right now? Do you have any idea? Because I'll tell you if you don't know, but I'm curious if you know. Um, I mean, I, I have a couple, couple of guesses. Number one, it's, like, I reciprocate, or at least I try to. So like whenever people, you know, I, I turn around and help a lot of people. Like I helped 16 people get their first deal this year. And so that's kind of number one, but it's also like, I feel like because I'm a blank canvas, like I started when I was 19. So like I start, I met Pace when I was 19 and all the steps, all the, all the accomplishments I've made along the way in real estate has everything to do with Pace, not nobody else. So for him to draw on a blank canvas, like, you know, however he wants, and he sees the results in it. It's it's very like I, I imagine it's very rewarding. Like as if, imagine that like you're an artist or you're you're a painter and you started from a blank piece of paper and now you you drew such an amazing figure and you and you know that was all you. So I think that's kind of why. And it is and I and I think the third reason why is because I think it motivates a lot of other people. But like I think the number one comp compliments I get comments. I get is hey you inspire me Kevin, you like I was gonna I was gonna you know I was I was in a I was in a slump, you know a little rut uh, in, in my in my business and because I saw you I I you know I, I get inspired to go out and make it work so and I get those comments all the time, so I think that's three different reasons I that's that's my prediction I think those were all the good really good reasons and I think the second one the most the fact that you're the blank canvas that you're like really like. You just you just did exactly what Pace said, and you weren't just so stupid about it to not do what Pace said. You like did his method. You listened to what he was telling you. You listened to the advice he was telling you, and you just followed through. Right? Most people don't do that. Even me at twenty eight, I followed a lot of the things Pace said, but I didn't fully follow every single thing he said. Right? right. The fact that you did that makes it where like he wants to hang out with you, do deals with you, all sorts of stuff. Right? So right. it's it's just cool to see. And I just was curious if you even, I wanted to just ma see if you knew and you do know, which is good to know, right? Was, so, what, what, what were you going to say if I didn't say that? Was, was I right? I was going to say the second one, more or less. I was about to say the second one where it's like, you're following pace exactly, right? You're doing all of his steps and it's working and you're 22, right? It's a, you have a cool story, bro. The only person... The only person who has like even a comparable story, in my opinion, is the Trana brothers, right? Yes. In some ways, but I feel like, but like that's the Astro version of it. Like yours is the sub two version of it, right? And there's something about like even like even me at my I'm not I'm not old, goddammit. it! I'm 28, right? But like <laughs> not that old. I, I, <laughs> I'm not that old, but I'm old enough where people are like, okay, it's at least like fucking possible that it makes sense that this guy would be making some money at this point. 28's not, 28's not like 
insanely young. 22 is insanely young. The fact you started at 19 is also insane, right? Um, so, like, it's just, anyways, people just love seeing that. Andy Wrong, too. Todrick's right. Andy Wrong is also one of those stories where it's, like, an insanely young guy is doing it. Um, and I like Andy a lot. I was hanging out with him in Florida last weekend. And, yeah, no, he's a great guy, too. Um, but cool, man. So how about your mindset? Because I feel like it's not just you found this strategy, right? What do you feel changed about you as a man, as growing up as a young man, going from 19 to 22, at least I feel like that's the age where you start becoming you're, you went from literally a teenager into a young man. You went from being able to drink and not being able to drink, right? Society sees you differently at 19 versus 22. So what, how do you feel like you've matured? Like what, what has been your personality changes? What mindset stuff has happened? Talk about that a little bit. Man, I think because the more, more deals I do, it requires me to be with the different types of people that are doing you know, the same amount of volume, if not more. And I'm forced to be in these rooms that I, you know, that I don't necessarily feel comfortable in. You know, it's the right room to be in, but I don't feel comfortable being in there. Like even the Avengers mastermind that Pace brought me to, like that's a pretty hefty room. That was hilarious. That you guys, okay, let me tell you guys a story. So this is a mastermind I'm a part of. I paid twenty, I paid thirty thousand dollars the first time around to join this mastermind. Pace is like a leader in it, and Kevin gets invited for free. He shows up for like 30 minutes and is like, eh, I think I'm going to go. I don't know. Like, this is just going to be like, this is like whatever. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't think you understand exactly where you are right now. This is like a goddamn, like this is, these people all paid $30,000 and have the ability to pay $30,000. But the fact that you like, the fact you're A, getting invited to those rooms is amazing. And then B is like, it is cool to see like where you like don't, like you're just learning like oh what does this room even mean right because like i because that takes a while to understand like in your entrepreneurship journey i just remember that like maybe it wasn't 30 minutes it might have been like two hours two to three hours but i remember you just being like yeah i think i'm gonna go now and i'm like bro don't go meet some people you gotta meet as many people here as possible right so anyways but like yeah i mean place pace is blessing you i think are you going to community camp i bet you are because I, you get invited to everything. I'm also going, so I'll see you there. I'll see you in like three weeks. I'm gonna see you in next week, and I'll see you in two weeks after that. Oh, she's, I got invited on the I got invited on the Astro side. Oh, really? Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. yeah. So it'll be cool. But I completely interrupted you. Keep going. You were talking about minds. How has your mindset changed from 19 to 22 to be at where you are today? Um, I I. I observe the people that are, I'm very observant of the white, the way people act and the way people treat people and everything. So, and when I'm around people that are like that are way older than me, that are, you know, that have money, then I just kind of, I just kind of copycat everybody. So um, the way you know, the way I, you know, it's like I'm feel I'm so out of place if I don't do what they're doing. You know, like paying for yeah, paying for the whole entire meal. You know. Know, taking responsibility, taking ownership, taking, you know, leading it, leading it, leading an entire team, you know, how I view money, like every, just the conversations alone. It's like, I, ha and I want to fit in. And in order for me to fit in, I have to kind of fake my mindset into it. And I end up believing at mindset that I kind of fake myself into. Does that make sense? 
A hundred percent, bro. And it's the smartest thing you could ever do in your entire life is just copycat rich people. That's how you become rich. Oh, right? yeah. So it's yeah. genius. And it's crazy how people don't do that. You make it, you don't think about it too much, which is good. You just, people think way too hard and they just get caught in their own ways. And they don't copy rich people that are around them. Right. And it's so not, I love that. it's not rewarded. Like when I was in high school, like, and, and people say it all the time, like, I, it's, it's frowned upon for you to copy other people's work. And so when you go out of high school or college, you know, that's not what your first intention is. Your first thought is you want to, you want to reinvent the wheel. Okay. If this person is already, if Kevin's already doing the no equity list, what else can I do? Like that, that should not be your mindset. It's like, okay, Kevin's already doing the no equity list. What can I do better than Kevin? Or what can I, what is he exactly doing? So I can replicate what exactly what he's doing so that I can see the results that he has. So um, and it's, and I, and I do that with every other people that are above me. So, but okay. Give us some sauce. Like what have you learned from the people above you? Like give us like the bait, the main lessons for us that aren't getting blessed with pace, bringing us into 30 K masterminds. What have you learned from the, you were hanging out with Hormozy. I heard, I saw that freaking photo, bro. That's fucking, that's so cool. Hormozy is one of my freaking heroes, right? So what what did you learn from these people? What are you copycatting? We need the sauce, Kevin. Oh shoot! Wait, John, I have no put idea. Screen, put the screen, screen where you and I are both together, because I I I need I need I'm like a little I feel like all the spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> I get okay, I get we'll like recording, but get, if if I'm on the, if I'm on the screen where it just it's I, all good, bro. Let's just do this. Don't worry about it. Um. By the way, shout outs to you. You have, I think you're number two on the most amount of people who've gone on the podcast to watch your podcast right now for my podcast. The only person who's beaten you is Pace. Oh, really? You beat Jamil, I think. I think Jamil was like 15 or 16 live views. Just so you know. Oh, wow. What's no way? Stop. Stop. <laughs> I'm not joking. Here's people love you, dude. Huh? People love you, dude. Oh, people love me. Yeah, I'm, I'm so thankful. Oh my gosh. Um, I um, this is what I learned from Pace, and and this is just, you know, you you putting it a blast. So, he is really good at making people very comfortable, right? Like, like I I did a lot of podcasts with him where I wasn't. I didn't really know how to lead a podcast. Like for you right now, you're do, you're doing a phenomenal job at answering all these questions, like giving as asking me all these questions and like kind of jumping in where when I need to because I'm still I'm still in the process of learning how to, you know, lead lead a conversation, lead make people feel comfortable and you know make sure people you know say the right things and all, all that stuff. Um, I think when I when I hang out with Pace, he he he's so intentionally and very you know. Um, very like um suddenly make people very comfortable and that just like that attracts a lot of people around him and i think that's it i don't know <laughs> Jonah, i don't know wait okay so but you don't okay wait, 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 that's fine that's that's i like it but like come on what has your mindset been any different since the last time i talked to you a year and a half ago do you feel like it's been the same mindset and you just found the right engine Maybe that's it. Maybe just this was the what you were supposed to be doing, right? 
and the and what you were doing before just wasn't the right engine. Do you feel like it was that? I honestly think it's, it's exactly that. Okay. Because like when and this is this is my example. So for me, like this is me. Every time I go out to eat with Pace, Pace would always be the one to pay, right? But then for me, I would oh I what and now when I go eat with other people, I I just want to genuinely pay for everybody. And when you know when people split bills like here and there, like it just makes me a little feel uncomfortable. And like he gives me that he gives me like okay, it's he gives me the permission to do the things that I, that's already my intuition or like what I want to do, you know. It's funny. It's funny because you, I know what you're doing, but you don't, but you can't, you're not verbalizing what, here's what Kevin's doing that are none of you, like that the people who aren't achieving what they want are doing. He's giving without reciprocity, which he talked about earlier, which is you have to give 10 times more than what you get without expecting something in return. Kevin's success, most of it, and he talked about this with the earlier, was talking was giving away all of the sauce freely. All of you can be doing 60 to 70K, doing exactly what Kevin does. Now, with just the simple filters he just gave, I put them up here earlier. They're in the YouTube comments, right? Where And I'll, I'll put them up here again because it really wasn't even that goddamn complicated. It was like, pick a market, what houses, like loan type, uh, what's that say? Skip year one, just do the past, do year two of last year and year three when interest rates were low and on market and just call those agents. And what are they going to do? They have to sell to you, right? That's the dope thing about your strategy is they have no other option right? other than, other than lose money. So it's like not even that hard of a sales pitch. But the point is, is that even if you did it by yourself, you might be doing one to two deals a month because you stay giving. And you watch people like Pace and you watch other rich people give effortlessly. You realize that's how you get everything you've ever wanted in your entire life. You're not verbalizing what I just said, but that is what you're doing, whether right. you know it or not. Yeah. And, and imagine like, I, I'm, I, don't, I haven't really like counted, but I wonder how many other no equity sub two deals out there other students have gotten. You know, like I've gotten 20, I've gotten 39 or 30, counting 30. Oh, you've done way more. I've done two. You got two out, yeah. And you're and there's gotta be at least another hundred streams that got other at least one deal from that list. There has to be. So I and imagine how many people we how many people we have helped. How many how much how much money did we make all these escrow officers on closing cost? How much money did we did we uh, pay this pay the agents commissions? How much assignment fees do we pay? How much how many houses did we actually acquire? And if you really sum it all, all, all up, like it's I, like I wish, I wish that there was a solid number, but I, I don't count outside of my own deals because it's kind of hard to do that. But like, it's it's a lot, you know. It's a lot, a lot, bro. It's a lot. So tell me, what um, what do you say to these agents? You call, you find these agents, you call them up. Let's give them all the more of the sauce. What do you say to the agent? How do you say it? Are you like immediately like, hey, I realize your seller doesn't have any equity. What are you doing? Or what, what's the opening line to an agent? My personal opening line is this. And, and, I, and you can put it up on the spotlight for me now. Okay. Um, and, and this is, and, and I've tried other, other ways where I was a little bit more blunt. I said, hey, it looks like your homeowner just bought the house and they, they probably are going to, they're probably in a position where they have to kind of check to sell the house. And I've done that. And I've seen, but I have, I've, I've had results with it. 
but I have better results when I put it, put it this way. I say, hi, Jonah, my name is Kevin. I actually just moved, moved from California and I live here in Phoenix right now. Uh, I, I, I have a little bit of money to invest in and I'm looking to buy, you know, probably, you know, one or two rentals this year, just, just to, you know, save money on taxes and whatnot. And I and I just came across your listing. I, I don't know what you can, you know, I was, I was, I was just curious, what can you tell me about it? And that would immediately take the guards off of the, of the, off the realtor. And they would just kind of start selling you on their listing. Oh, this house is great. It was just bought. And the homeowner, um, they barely lived in it. There's, you know, there's no dock, blah, blah, blah. It's in a great neighborhood. Oh, the homeowner just bought the house? Oh, yeah, they just bought the house like less than a year and a half ago. Now they're selling it. And then, I, and then I'll maybe say something like, oh, what's wrong? Is there anything wrong with the house that they didn't like? You know, most people live, you know, live in houses, you know, five to seven years. It's so odd that they're moving out a year and a half. Year and, a half. And, you, and, you, and you you lead them down to the path and you want to the where you, where you want to see the results. So, and they say, oh yeah, they just got a job transfer, you know, back up to where they, where they used to work. And now they're in a position, you know, they, they just want to get rid of it. And I'm like, okay, perfect, perfect. Yeah, and I just want to put an offer out where you know, you know, I, it's lower than what their what their mortgage balance is and all that. Oh yeah, yeah, we yeah we we have to get this offer because you know they have the homeowner you know they, they don't have a lot of equity to play around with. And then I'll say, hmm, I don't know if your homeowner is open to it, but would they post to me just giving them a little bit of money and I pay you commissions and I take over the payments? And then and then it's every conversation was very in that in that little box. Because you're you're guiding them guiding them down to it. That was the absolute sauce, guys. I hope you guys freaking take this live, clip those parts because that is the sauce right there. I just want you to know he just literally he cooked up a pasta in front of us, put on <laughs> some goddamn marinara and Tabasco, or not Tabasco, but that's oh, some marinara and like threw in a ribeye steak and gave you guys the best goddamn pasta you've ever had in your entire life. Just yes. right in front of you. That was sick. Yeah, um, I also want to you to explain this real quick because some people are asking this in the chat. Like, I don't know if people know what sub two is. I'm assuming this guy doesn't know what sub two is because I don't really understand his question unless he doesn't know what sub two is. So what do I do in a situation where the loan is conventional, but the owner is selling the house for less than they bought it for in 2022? I'm going to assume he doesn't know what a sub two is because that's what you do, right? So quickly just explain what a sub two is. So sub two is basically when the homeowner has a mortgage in their in their name. So let's just say you go buy a house. So this house I'm standing sitting in right now on Cherokee Street. The homeowner actually homeowner actually bought the house using a conventional loan. And if you look up on the I don't want to say the address because it's my primary residence, but if you look up on the public record, the homeowner bought the house for six hundred thousand. And I bought that house for $592. And the way I bought the house was I took over their existing mortgage payment. So um, and so it, regardless, regardless of what the homeowner owes on the house, I just paid the I just paid the real, uh, homeowner $35,000 down and I just came in and take over the took over the payment that's already furnished. So for you, like when you come in and take over the payment, your equity, like you know. I bought the house. For Talk five. about some numbers real quick. Cause guys, I don't know if you guys caught that. He paid $35,000 down for a $600,000 house. That's 5%, 5.5% down. What's the interest rate? 3.3%. 3.3% guys. 
He paid 5.5% down and 3.3% per, uh, interest. You'll never find that ever again, other than like right now. Like this time in history is one of the only times right now where Kevin's strategy, you're going to be able to gobble up these 2 to 3% interest rates. These will never come back. I don't think we're going to have a COVID-like thing. I think 5% is going to be average and 4% is going to be considered incredibly low for the rest of our lives, right? Um, so... I mean, this is I the time to, to be doing Kevin's strategy. Right. I mean, if there's any time to do it, it's, I think it's time is now. And I literally just bought a house, $620,000 house. I give the homeowner 10000 and no arrears, no commissions, no wholesale fee, nothing. That's like a 1.8% down. Literally. I paid, I just bought a house, a sub two in Colorado Springs. I paid 7K down by 7K. Literally, I paid just the closing costs because the agent's, decided they didn't want a fee from me. That's a long story. It was really random. But seven, I paid 7K for a 400K house. Oh my what gosh. is that? Like 1.5% down <laughs> or something like that? I just made the closing cost. Yeah, something like that. It's 1.6%. It's crazy. It's absolutely insane, guys. So I just wanted to go over that real quick, make sure people understood. Um, so my man, like what... What are your goals now? What are you trying to achieve? Are you just trying to do more wholesales? It sounds like you're trying to own some. What are your future goals now that you're crushing it in this strategy? I mean, I'm at a point where I'm, you know, I made good, I'm making good money in my business, in my wholesale business. You know, I'm making, you know, doing six to seven deals a month. You know, I'm taking a couple bucks a month, right? Which means like, what, so my, so my, 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 question that I asked myself a few weeks ago is what am I doing with the money that I'm making? And my answer is, you know, because I have, my answer is real, buy more real estate because, um, I don't know what, number one, I don't really know much to inv invest outside of real estate, but I have access to a lot of deals. I guess people send me a lot of deals every single day. And for me, like it, it'd be foolish for me to just make all this money and not buy any real estate with it. So, um, just in this, just in last, month alone and this and so the last in the four weeks i bought a house in vegas for 2.7 percent interest rate i, I bought about this house that i'm sitting in 3.3 percent i bought a duplex in uh, phoenix that's at 4.5 percent interest rate 10k down and i'm buying you know a couple of the houses for mitchell rentals that will cash flow me you know thousand bucks each so i'm at a point where you know i i'm going to keep the wholesale operation going because I, I love the active income but i'm going to use that use that money to buy you know you know rental property that will allow me to cash flow and take home residual. I love it. So you're doing midterm rentals now. Are you managing those? Are you partnering up with somebody? I'm partnering up with somebody. Yeah. Okay, good. I was about to say, I swear to God, if you're just doing those by yourself, Kevin, I'm going to, I'm going to throw a fit at you. Who are you partnering up with? Her name is Cece. She's out in Tampa. Okay. I don't know yes. her, but that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I we like have, it. We have a house in duplex. We just got rented uh, the PITS 4,500. I'm getting so many questions that people are asking you and I kind of want to do a live with you. This is making me want to do a live with you where you talk more about your strategy, where we get into it. You've done it on my scorch method in sub two and you obviously do it for sub two, but have you ever done it for the public? No, I don't think I, I think I really you want to do you want to do a live where we actually show step by step how to do your strategy. Let's do it. What do the people think? I want like a bunch of freaking comment section. I want to see hearts. I want to see fires. I want to see everything. If you guys want to see Kevin do it live, 
on YouTube on here, and we'll show you exactly how to do his strategy where he's making 60 to 70K per month in wholesale fees. Plus, on top of that, buying and owning six properties in six months, really. Is that, or maybe eight months? I guess you started in October of last year. In eight months, he owns more properties than me, guys. He owns more properties than me. Like, right? Like, and he's very close to catching up to me of how many wholesale deals I do a month, right? Um, so it's literally like he's crushing it. He's going to surpass me soon in every single metric. It's freaking awesome. So everybody's going fire. Yes. Everybody's into it. I'm going to bring you on here. We're going to do it. We'll set up a time to do it. We'll do it for the people where we're going to show you guys step-by-step how to do his method. So the people see exactly how you do this business. Cause guys, there's such an opportunity right now, such an opportunity and it will be really cool to have Kevin come on and like show you guys how to how to freaking do it. This is the first um, time I'm doing it outside of sub two, and I'm only doing because of you, Jonah. Seriously, <laughs> love I love you, bro. Yeah, love you too. <laughs> yeah, man. No, seriously. I mean, like you deserve it, and I want the people to know it. And you'll see when we do it for the public too. It'll be like extra special because like you're gonna see you're gonna see like some extra results from it as well. It's going to be awesome. You're going to have lots of DMs. It's going to be cool. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. We're going to do some good shit. Um, okay. So we're starting to get close to the end of this. I usually end this just by being like, I have a question that I always ask and I already asked you that though, but I'm going to, I'm going to ask you this one instead. With what, if you could, would I say it when you were doing this journey when you started this new method what were some pitfalls that you wish you had like seen earlier that can help some of the people doing who are going to try out your method after watching this live like what do you think are some pitfalls that like people should have tried to avoid when doing this method I I would seriously say like I've and Jonah you can attest to it, like I've done so many different strategies in real estate. I've done wraps, I've bought stuff to deals, I've done a lot of foreclosures, I've done a couple of probate deals, uh, I've done Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist. I will seriously vouch, like this is person like per, I'll personally vouch. Like if the pitfall that I would avoid is not doing this. Like, I mean, and this this is coming from personal successes that I have, just buying like six or five houses and six doors just by utilizing this method and you know doing 39 39 sub two deals in one year so far in for six months and i'll probably I, my goal is to do 100 sub two deals and i want to i want everybody to know that i've done 100 sub two deals in this this year alone and it's very possible it's very possible because at the end of the day at the end of the day everyone's journey should be to own real estate and not and stop wholesaling or get to a point where they could stop wholesaling if they want it and when you're doing when you're when you're not buying sub two deals like this, you're gonna keep rolling that you know hamster wheel, and you don't know when your end goal is, what your end goal will even look like. And I think the biggest mistake when people, you know, when in, re in regards to doing these no equity sub two deals is just not doing it. Like you, if even if you do just one deal a month or one deal a month, which is very attainable, you know, you you cold call yourself you. Do all the contracts. You don't do anything. You spend three to four hours a day just doing it, doing it by yourself, and you buy one house every quarter. Like 
this method will always work because you know i or i would say it always works because we just we just came out of a weird time where everything was going up but most of the time it's going to be a steady steady growth steady growth and when when the when the ownership is so little when the owner like in length of ownership is you know less than two years the house is not going to appreciate that much to a point where they where the homeowner can walk you know get out of the house I mean, it's been depreciating. It's been depreciating for the past year or two is why this works. It works because we're in a down market. Your strategy is extremely good for down markets, right? That's why it works really well. It'll work anytime there's a down market. But right now, it is a especially good one because of those 2 to 3% interest rates. Right. Yeah. And I, I think at the, end of the, at the end of the day, if you look back, and I look back at 2022, Right, and, and Jonah, you reflect on your 2022. Doesn't I? I could care less how many how many wholesale deals I've done. Like truly, I look back in 2022 December. I'm like, how many houses that did I own? I've done a couple wraps, and it, it made me think like, what did I do this year? <laughs> I get and it, man. Like, like if I if I were to look if I, if 2023 were to stop today, like I would be very, I'd be like, okay, I, I did good amount, you know, by my primary by five rentals, I'll probably cash flow. Thirty-five to four thousand dollars a month. I think I'll be pretty solid. So yeah, but we're trying to get, but you're trying to get freaking loaded. I already know it, and so am I. So like, we're gonna get, we're gonna get way more houses. We're gonna do way more stuff. Kevin, how do the people reach you? What's the best way to reach you? How do people send you deals? Like, where are you looking for deals? How can my community help you? Man, I'm looking to. If there's any, if there's any deal that fit the no equity sub two deals criteria. And which which is a criteria that I talked about for the last fifty eight minutes. Is there any interest rate issues? Like, what if it starts? What if it's like five point five percent or six percent? I'll go. I'll go. I'll look at anything under four and a half percent. Okay, four and a half percent. Four and a half percent. Arizona, Texas, Vegas, and Florida. Four markets. And I will. Arizona, Texas, Florida, and what was the last one? And uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, Las Vegas, Nevada. Awesome. Sub two deals, cool. those four, four markets. I would. What else do you want? Would you, you have a YouTube channel? I have a YouTube channel. I, I need to follow you. I need to subscribe to you. I don't think I subscribe to your YouTube channel. Yeah, my YouTube channel is <laughs> Kevin Show 12. It's, just, it's all the same. So subscribe to him on YouTube. Follow him on Instagram. It's just Kevin Show, right? Kevin Show 12. Kevin Show Kevin Cho 12, right? Definitely go there. Give this man deals. He deserves it. I don't want you to send them to me. I want you to send them to Kevin because he's gonna be he's gonna be buying a lot more freaking sub two deals right now. And yeah, follow him on Instagram, follow him on YouTube. He's absolutely crushing it. He can help you talk to these agents, he can do everything for you guys. Whatever you guys need, this man has got you guys. Send him an IG DM if you need help, whatever it might be. Yeah, man. Um it's it's been fun i've loved seeing the development it's so cool if you guys really want to see what just watch kevin's mannerisms from when we did this a year and a half ago go into the vault go into my youtube watch the live that me and kevin did he was he was a different he was a different he was a he was more of a kid like you're still our kid to be honest like you definitely get, I still, I, I feel like you're like a little brother. That's why I also think Pace likes you a lot is like you give, I, you just the little brother vibes all over. But back then you were like really a kid, had no idea what you're doing. 
now I can see you starting to become a man and starting to like find your own path. And I just love it. It's just fun to see, bro. It's good time. Thank you. It, it means a lot. And um, who knows? I'll be on the podcast again in 12 months and I'll be in a company. Yeah. And then you'll just be telling me like, bro, I just bought like 500 sub twos. And I'll just be like, well, holy moly. I guess we got to have him on again because now he's doing going freaking insane. Right. Um, yeah. It'll be good. Do you have any last words for the people before we end this? Uh, not for the people, but I want to say to you, um, thank you for this platform. And I, I, I do a lot. I do a lot of you know podcasts for other people, and you really make this podcast a little, a lot, very comfortable. Like I never feel like I have to force anything out, out, out of myself. It was just genuinely a good conversation that I always have with you. And like your 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 style of leading people, and you know, you know, getting the answer from me. Like by leading, answering the, asking the right questions, it was it was really good. So it felt very natural. I'm I want to I want I want to come back here again. Hundred percent, bro. Get get. You were invited back when you've had on your five hundredth house sub two. <laughs> you got to get five hundred. I need to. I want to see some insane growth from you, and then you can come back on. Love it, love it. I love it, bro. I will. I'm also seeing you Tuesday. We're doing the live for Brent. Yeah. You remember that? Is it in your calendar? Did Melissa do that? No, Melissa didn't do it, but I I, uh, I have it on my You got it in your calendar? All right. Yeah. Sorry. I should have had well, it. Can you still but... have Melissa, you know, send it? Or... I Did I did I put it in the Instagram? I'll do it in the Instagram, and I'll, I'll put it in her Discord. It'll be like, what are you doing? Can you please freaking put it in his calendar? Yeah. Um, cool, bro. Love you. You're a beast. Thank you, everyone who came on today. You guys freaking crushed it for Kevin. There was a moment you were almost beat pace for a second. You were at like 27. Pace of with the max pace got to was 31. So you almost were the most. Almost, no, not I, quite. Pace will always be in front of me. So that's not true, dude. You have here's the thing that you and I, you and I have on pace. We have time. Pace started when he was like, how old is he now? He's, He's like 39. 40. He's 40. He's 40. He started when he was like 32. I started when I was 25. You started when you were 19. Time is the most valuable asset and we will always have that on him. Right. And so just realize like there's, there will be a time where we become, when you and me both become greater than pace at some point, we keep doing this as long as he does. Right. Yeah. So anywho, I gotta end this. I love you, bro. You're sick. I'll see you Tuesday. Everybody else. Next week, we got Aston Zabek, I think is his last name. He's a pretty cool dude, pretty popular guy. Scorch of Fears is going to be on Wednesday, not Thursday. Next week, it'll be 5 p.m. Uh, PST. Kevin, thank you so much. Everyone who came on, thank you so much. This is Scorch of Fears. Let's freaking go! Oh!